1: everybody your host brian scott here welcome to another episode of the injured list podcast glad you could join us today's episode is going to focus on an nfl injury update for week seven of the nfl season we're going to break it down by running backs wide receivers and tight ends as those positions tend to be the most important when talking about scoring and a thriving fantasy football team so let's go down the list we're going to Hit on some basic, simple explanations and keep it short. But what I want to emphasize to you guys is if you haven't already checked out our website at www.theindredlist.com, then you might want to do so. Because on there, you can contact us directly, ask questions about specific players or specific injuries that you have questions about, especially if you are in the last minute crunch and want to decide who to put in your starting lineup. That's the best way to get real-time information. There's also a chat option on there, that if you catch me online, you'll be able to shoot me an instant message and we can chat about it as well. So I'm trying to bring you all of the necessary updates and information that you can gather in order to make an educated decision about who you want in your starting lineups from week to week, based on the injuries that are surrounding your team. So check out our website, www.TheInjuredList.com. It's updated, it's new, I got to say, it looks pretty cool. And it's got some features on there that allow you to get in touch with me directly to review your lineups and help you make the best decisions. So check it out. First, we're going to take a break for our sponsors and then we'll get into it. And then stick around later because I'm going to be a special guest on Abe Delgado on the Devil's Advocate Sports Talk Show live on Facebook. I'm on his show every Tuesday at 8 p.m., to bring some general information and updates on some of the latest injuries in sports. They pick my brain, I give them some good information, and I answer a lot of questions that not only do they have, but you, the public, probably have as well, regarding a lot of the most recent sports injuries of today.
0: Hey, this is Sean Colas with the Perkentile and Creamery. We are the premier coffee, ice cream, and dessert bar in the Charlotte metro area. We're thrilling people with our amazing interior design, our incredible customer service, and the quality of our offerings. We have a beautifully designed 1920s mercantile-themed monochromatic throwback where people feel excited by their surroundings and blown away by their treats. We're great for business meetings, families, couples, and you. Ask about our room rentals for meetings, events, or parties. We're nestled next to the Concord Mills Mall behind Verizon in the same building as McAllister's in Concord, North Carolina. If you're in the area and you're listening to this right now, get in your car, drive over to the Perkintile, mention that you heard us on Brian Scott's amazing Injuryless Podcast 2020, and receive 25% off your purchase.
2: Hey, guys, are you looking to avoid injury when it comes to your finances? Talk to a professional who can help. Whether you are looking to get your financial house in order or simply looking for that second opinion, visit TrustTreeFinancial.com and schedule your free virtual consultation. Once again, that's TrustTreeFinancial.com.
1: Okay, here we go. We're going to start with the running back position. Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals, he returned to the game, but did get out with a foot injury for a period of time. He's listed as probable for week seven. My guess is it was probably just a mild little tweak or sprain. We'll see what he does in practice this week moving forward. But my guess is that he'll probably be good to go. We'll see how much he can do in practice. That will kind of dictate how many snaps and carries he gets. But from all uh, that I've read and heard, it doesn't appear to be too serious. Miles Sanders of the Philadelphia Eagles is our next victim who fell onto the injured list. He exited the game this past weekend with a mild knee sprain, likely only out one to two weeks. But he will be out for a week seven matchup against the Giants. Mostly, I be, believe that's a shortened uh, Thursday night game, and that's probably why. Next up is Raheem Mostert. He just returned to the lineup after battling through an MCL knee sprain. And while in the game this past weekend, he exited due to what's been called a high ankle sprain, which if you listened to the podcast before and heard me on the Devil's Advocate Sports Talk, you know that high ankle sprains are not the best ankle sprain to get because they take a long time to get better. So he's going to be placed on injured reserve. Is likely will be out for several weeks. Probably will make a return before the end of the season, but we'll have to see how significant it is and how he does during his recovery. Next up is Mark Ingram. He's been out with an ankle sprain, came back finally, exited the game, and they have a bye in week seven. So there's a good chance that he should be back in a couple of weeks. It depends on the nature of that sprain, how severe it is. We'll have to see what he does following their bye weekend and what he does in practice the week after. So we'll we'll keep an eye on that. Melvin Gordon, he's been out with a non-COVID-related illness and they're calling it strep throat so he has not played in a while he's still questionable for week seven the time off probably has done him some good and i believe their anticipation was to get him ready for the week seven matchup so we'll see what he does in practice but he may be a game time decision leonard fournette has been out with an ankle he's also been uh on the bench and not playing this last weekend questionable for week seven as well this could be another game time decision we'll have to see what he does in practice Dalvin Cook who exited last weekend's game with a groin injury did not play this past weekend he has a bye week coming up which should do him a world of good and we'll have to see whether or not he returns for week eight Austin Eckler has been out with a hamstring injury and placed on injured reserve and again if you have listened to the podcast hamstring injuries are not fun take a long time to get better and are often re-injured if they return too soon so i'm not sure what the timetable is for him but if you have him on your fantasy team the best is to hunker down with his backup or another running back from your bench if you have them good luck now nick chubb went out with a knee injury people were asking me a lot of questions about his injury originally they thought it may have been an ankle It's actually a medial collateral ligament sprain of the knee. He has been placed on injured reserve. He injured the right knee, which is not the same knee that he had a horrific injury in college. That was his left knee. So if there's any good news to take out of this, that's probably it. His surgically repaired left knee was not injured. It's the other side. It's an MCL sprain. Typically, those do take a while to get better, but they're usually not treated surgically. And if it's just a sprain, he should bounce back before the end of the year. Sony Michel, he has been placed on injured reserve with some type of quad injury. I would not expect him back anytime soon. Christian McCaffrey, who's been out for several weeks with a high ankle sprain, did not play again this past week. He's listed as questionable for week seven. From what I've read, it looks like he's probably likely going to return for the week eight matchup. So keep an eye on that, that he's a huge player for that team and that organization. He's a huge fantasy player, so... Christian McCaffrey likely to return in week eight. We'll have to see how he does come practice leading up to the week eight matchup, but definitely probably not going to play week seven from what I understand. Tevin Coleman, he's out with a knee. He did not play this past weekend. He's also questionable for a week seven matchup. So we'll see what he does in practice as well. Some of these guys who are questionable, they may be a late week to weekend game time decision. Chances are, If they're waiting that late to make that decision, they probably are going to have some reduced workload in the game and they're probably just kind of testing them out late in the week, which is not a good sign usually. Usually you want to see that they're back to full practice midweek or at least by Thursday when the decision has to be made for the injured list status. So if you don't have a good answer by Thursday, chances are it's flipping a coin. So keep that in mind. Now, moving on to the wide receiver position. Devontae Parker has been out with the groin. He actually exited the game this past week. And he has a bye week seven, which is good. As I mentioned earlier, groin injuries are notoriously similar to hamstring injuries. They take a long time to get better. So the week off will do him a world of good. Now, Antonio Gandy-Golden has been out with the hamstring. He actually came back to play and then exited the game. He's questionable for week seven. Hamstrings, again, seem to be getting the better of everybody this year. Them and ACL seem to be the two big injuries coming out of this uh, season thus far. Chalk it up, I guess, to COVID. Who knows? We won't really have an answer as to why, but you can surmise that it probably has something to do with the lack of conditioning during the offseason and the lack of a preseason. It's all skeptical. It's all anecdotal, but you can make that argument. C.J. Board, receiver for the New York Giants, suffered a pretty nasty-looking concussion. He exited the game. They have him listed as questionable for week seven. I'd be very surprised if he's cleared and good to go by then, but we'll see what he does in practice. He's not a big-time fantasy pickup anyway, but with the Giants' receiver core being pretty beat up, he was in the lineup and potentially uh, looking to score some points, especially since Sterling Shepard's been out with a turf toe injury. He's still listed as questionable as as well, so we'll see. Curtis Samuel has been out with a knee injury. He did not play this past week, still listed as questionable. Again, knee sprain, we'll have to see how he does in practice. Keenan Allen, he's been out with a back injury. They were on a bye in week six, and he's been listed as questionable for week seven. So the bye week usually does a world of good for the back, but depending on how severe it is, we'll have to see. That's your trunk, your core, very difficult to deal with a back injury especially if it's a chronic one that got flared up. Hopefully for him, it was just a little tweak and nothing serious. We'll have to see what he does in practice. Mike Williams is uh, coming off a hamstring injury. He had a bye week six, and he's questionable for week seven. That's good news for Tampa Bay. But like we always say, hamstrings suck. Sammy Watkins, he's got a hamstring also. He will not play in week six, and he was listed as questionable for week seven. My guess is he'll probably be out for that week Matchup as well. Chris Hogan has been out on injured reserve with a knee injury. Corey Davis, he's listed on the COVID 19 list. He did not play week six, questionable for week seven. All right, moving right along. Alan Lazard, he has a core muscle injury. He's been placed on injured reserved A lot of times that's usually some type of oblique or abdominal strain. Sometimes it could also be related to what's called a sports hernia. A lot of times, if that's the case, it needs to be fixed surgically. So we'll have to keep an eye and see what happens with him throughout the course of the season. Brian Edwards, receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders, has been out with an ankle injury. They had a bye on week six. Questionable for week seven, so we'll see what he does in practice leading up to the following week's game. My guess is if it's significant enough, he'll probably be out week seven. I would not bank on him being majorly productive unless he has a full practice throughout the week to kind of test things out. Deshaun Jackson has a hamstring he did not play week six listed as questionable for week seven my guess is he will not be playing I think they have a shortened Thursday night game against the Giants so that does not bode well for hamstrings Sterling Shepard we talked about a little bit already he's got a turf toe injury did not play last weekend he's questionable for week seven those are also a very difficult injury to bounce back from especially if you're a receiver having to do a lot of planting twisting changing direction I do not expect him to be healthy come week seven unless he's able to get in practice and go full speed, which he's yet to do. Austin Jeffrey, he's listed as did not play with a foot injury this past weekend. Questionable for week seven. Again, depends on what type of foot injury. They're very vague about this sometimes in the injury reports. If it's just a midfoot sprain, sometimes those can be pretty serious and take a few weeks to get better. Not sure what status is leading up to practice this week. We'll have to see. Denzel Mims has a hamstring injury. He did not play week six. Again, with these hamstrings, take a long time to get better. So we'll see how he does in practice come week seven. He's listed as questionable. Highly doubtful he'll play. All right, let's move on to the tight ends. Joe New Smith, he's got an ankle sprain. He exited the game week six. He's questionable for week seven. Again, with the ankles, if it's a high ankle, don't expect him back anytime soon. Regular ankle sprain could be back as early as a couple weeks, but they got him listed for questionable. Maybe it was just a tweak. We'll have to see what he does in practice. Now, Zach Ertz, he exited the game with an ankle sprain. Apparently, his is a high ankle sprain. He's expected to miss at least three to four weeks, which means it's probably a mild high ankle sprain or a moderate to severe lower ankle sprain. Either way, three to four weeks is a little optimistic. We'll have to see what he does. Keep an eye on him during that fourth-week time frame to see how he does in practice. That'll be kind of the telltale sign of whether or not he's coming back full speed. Uh, Tyler Eifert exited the game on week six with a neck injury, and he's questionable for week seven. Hopefully nothing serious. We'll have to see whether it was just a burner or a stinger, which is pretty typical. That's usually a, what's called a brachial plexus injury, that when your neck twists a certain way or gets flexed a certain way, you kind of irritate the nerves coming out of your cervical spine. Not sure if that's exactly what he had. Hopefully that's it and it's nothing serious. But these neck things you don't want to mess with, uh, as in the case of um, Peyton Manning. He had some significant neck problems throughout his career and eventually led to his retirement Mo Ali Cox did not play week six listed as well I'm not even sure what his injury is and eh, we'll come back to him some other time Dawson Knox he had a calf injury did not play week six listed as questionable for week seven hopefully it's not a muscle pull in the calf those can be really difficult too especially if it's a gastroc which is the muscle that's you feel in your calf there those medial gastroc muscle strains are really difficult man those could be a real bear so hopefully he's not um, going to be too too debilitated from that. Noah Fant, ankle sprain, did not play week six, listed as questionable for week seven. Again, we'll see how he does in practice leading up to that game, but questionable whether or not he'll actually play. These ankles, man, you got to give him time. Hopefully it's not a high ankle, high ankle sprain. Jordan Atkins, he has a concussion, did not play week six, listed as questionable for week seven. Those concussion protocols, they have to meet certain criteria to be back. They usually are very cautious these days with it due to all the concerns and the history of concussion injuries in the NFL. So if he's questionable for week seven, we'll have to see whether he actually gets on the field to practice. If he is able to get through a practice symptom-free, likelihood is he may play. So keep an eye on that. Dallas Goddard, he had a high ankle sprain, did not play week six, listed as questionable for week seven. He's already been out a few weeks and it's already been on injured reserve. So we'll have to keep an eye on him when he actually returns to practice and whether or not he suits up that's it for now guys stay tuned we're going to be on the devil's advocate sports talk to talk some more injuries if you have any specific questions about these injuries that you want more information on like i said earlier hit me up on my website www.theinjuredlist.com. take a listen to my previous episodes to get some more information that i may have already discussed about that you just missed and that way you don't have to ask me you can just listen and get some information and intel on these injuries And if your guy is suffering from one of those injuries, then he may be one to bench or possibly drop and pick up some free agents. So if you have questions, if you want to know more information to make educated guesses about your fantasy lineups or you're just interested because maybe you're going through this injury yourself, check out the podcast. It's a good educational resource for you. It's also entertaining. I got some really interesting interviews on there with some other healthcare professionals and athletes as well. So I hope you guys tune in and take a listen. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors with my guest appearance on Devil's Advocate.
0: Hey, this is Sean Colas with the Perkentile and, and Creamery. We are the premier coffee, ice cream, and dessert bar in the Charlotte metro area. We're thrilling people with our amazing interior design, our incredible customer service, and the quality of our offerings. We have a beautifully designed 1920s mercantile-themed monochromatic throwback where people feel excited by their surroundings and blown away by their treats. We're great for business meetings, families, couples, and you. Ask about our room rentals for meetings, events, or parties. We're nestled next to the Concord Mills Mall behind Verizon and in the same building as McAllister's in Concord, North Carolina. If you're in the area and you're listening to this right now, get in your car, drive over to the Percantile, Mention that you heard us on Brian Scott's amazing Injuryless Podcast 2020 and receive 25% off your purchase.
2: Hey guys, are you looking to avoid injury when it comes to your finances? Talk to a professional who can help. Whether you are looking to get your financial house in order or simply looking for that second opinion, visit TrustTreeFinancial.com and schedule your free virtual consultation. Once again, that's TrustTreeFinancial.com. Up next is our guy. He has his own podcast called The Injured List. Brian Scott in North Carolina. What up, Brian?
1: Yo, what's up, guys?
2: What's going on, man? I love that beautiful staircase in the background and your beautiful microphone. Welcome to the show. So I know you've been uh, hitting me up on the side here that you wanted to come on and debate some of the topics we were talking about. From an injury perspective, so please, my man, the floor is yours.
1: Well, I, I heard a lot of Tua hype going on, and I just want to remind everybody that um, it's coming off a major, major injury. So let's slow your roll a little bit. Still, Well, been- and
2: talk to us about that because the the point was made earlier, and I have to agree. You know, these – they got – I mean, these – Professional sports doctors and physical therapists are on staff in Miami. They're watching this kid practice every week. Is there any reason for us to believe that he's not a hundred percent healthy right now?
1: No, he's uh, he's actually proven and shown himself to be uh, pretty damn close, if not one hundred percent. But what I always go back to with him specifically is his other previous injuries that he had throughout college. And if you look at his career, good point.
2: Specific, he never you're right played. people don't remember that in
1: three seasons did he play more than 10 games that's bold mm-hmm. and so you got to take everything with a grain of salt and you got to remember this dude missed a lot of time in college from some pretty significant injuries on some pretty innocuous looking plays where he wasn't really hit that hard it was like him and one other defender and he went down he missed some serious time throughout his college career
2: and, and he is a little undersized for the position he's not a big yeah. dude and like you were saying uh I believe I remember a knee and an ankle injury too in his career, right? He had he's- multiple
1: ankle injuries. He had a knee injury that he lost time to. He had a finger injury that he had to have surgically fixed and lost time to. He's he's lost a significant amount of time. He's had multiple procedures to fix multiple injuries. He is basically very fragile from what I can tell and from what I've seen. So, you know, now you take that and you transfer him into the NFL arena. Uh, you got to be really careful and you got to really uh, – tread cautiously when it comes to relying on him as the franchise savior.
2: Well, do you agree that he's, he's, I mean, forget about the injury part. The Dolphins are three and three. Fitzpatrick's a top eight quarterback statistically in the league right now. He was on fire, had a little bit of ups and downs, but I mean, he was playing great. Do you think they should have pulled him now?
1: But it, Wasn't it the fourth quarter with like two minutes left?
2: No, I'm, I'm saying they've already named this guy, the starter for next oh. week.
1: Well, that's, yeah, that I don't understand. I mean, I could understand maybe gradually getting him in there in some garbage time, but, like, what has he done?
2: Oh, he's in, named the so, starter from no, I, here I, I, on I, out.
1: But but I, I just don't, like, what could he have done in practice that could have benched Fitzpatrick like I just don't that doesn't make sense to me at all well what
2: did Fitzpatrick do wrong listen we know Fitzpatrick's story right he comes to a team and he plays out of his mind for like three quarters of a season he did it with Buffalo he did it with the Jets he's doing it with Miami I mean the list goes on and on and on I think the guys probably probably played for half the NFL and probably at one point or other played pretty well but I believe you can't pull this guy because to me, and I'll say it again, I think they had a chance for a wild card spot. And what happens with Tua, if, even if he doesn't get injured, he starts losing a couple of games. Now he's looking at like, you know, Miami's going to look at this guy like, oh man, we could have kept Fitzpatrick in. So yeah,
1: no, I, 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 I actually agree with you completely. I, I don't really understand the move. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to knock Tua. I think he's got a tremendous amount of talent, but again, I, I go back to the fragility of his frame and the fact that he's missed a lot of time and now basically cold turkey you're throwing him in there to start week seven like there's a long season left man if this dude makes it through without getting scathed I'll be shocked
2: I mean look at a couple of years ago with Mahomes right in Kansas City when you had Alex Smith there and the team was playing unbelievable and I you know to Alex Smith's defense you know he he kind of got just thrown to the side and traded after that season when they made it all the way, I believe, to the NFC Championship game with him. And the, the San Francisco 49ers were uh, – sorry, the, the Kansas City Chiefs were great. And then the next year they went with Mahomes. And that's fine if you think you have another quarterback there. But they didn't make that change in season. And they knew Mahomes was the future and was going to start the following year. But
1: and they gave Smith was playing great, to, and they, they kept him. Time to develop, And Mahomes, you know, let's be honest – uh, I don't think people expect what you get out of Mahomes. Uh, you know, Tua's got a, a nice game and everything, but I don't think you're looking and, and saying, okay, here comes another Mahomes. I mean, let's be honest. So, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I mean, like to throw him in there in the middle of the season, I, I think that's really ballsy. And especially when you're in contention. I, I don't get it.
2: So, Brian, I don't know. I'm waiting for Adam to come through with these questions. He always talks smack about, I'm going to do this, do that, and we're still waiting. But, Brian, do you have any injury news on anybody else? I know there's a lot of people eager to see some people coming back off that injured list. What do you got on top? Anything?
1: Yeah, I mean, so, you know, uh, a lot of ligament injuries, a lot of hamstring injuries again this past week. Um, good news on the injury front for Carolina. It looks like, um, McCaffrey should be back week eight is what they're saying. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, apparently he's on schedule and looks pretty good as far as his recovery. Week eight to me sounds very optimistic and like a real possibility. So whether or not he gets, a- I think they'd
2: be a little bit more careful with him. I think they've, uh, they put him on a good timeline.
1: You know, he's a young guy. Sure
2: Davis is playing good. well, so. they're not starving you know for a running back
1: right and i don't think they would it seems like they've been pretty conservative with his recovery thus far i don't think they're going to throw him in there if they don't think he's actually ready and week eight would be right about when i predicted originally he would be back so it sounds about right based on the timing um Nick uh, Chubb. A lot of people were asking last time I was on about Nick Chubb. Apparently, from what I've been reading, he's actually been placed on injured reserve with an MCL sprain of his knee. So he basically sprained a leg. Oh, so it wasn't just an ankle injury. That's, yeah, that's what I've been reading. Um, luckily for him, it's not the same knee he injured in college, which he had a horrific injury in college to his left knee. This Did he? I didn't even know that. Yeah, he had a pretty bad uh, ligamentous injury on the left knee in college. But this one was on the opposite side, so it shouldn't be any long-term effects from this. Sounds like an MCL injury, which is similar to what Raheem Mostert was dealing with until he came back. And then he just- And he's out an again. <laughs> so yep. he got placed back on IR. He's going to be out probably another four to six weeks. I mean, this guy just can't stay on the field, which is terrible for me because I have him on my fantasy team. Two of them <laughs> as a starter, uh, him and Saquon. So I, I'm hurting big time in my paid fantasy league, which is unfortunate for me. Um But yeah, you know, there's been a couple of banged up guys on the offensive and defensive lines from a lot of teams. Uh, The receiver position has seen its fair share of guys going down as if the Giants already didn't have enough problems. As you know, uh, Sterling Shepard's been out. Um, One of their backups, um, CJ Board, had a pretty nasty looking concussion. I'd be shocked if he's actually able to suit up next week. Um, uh, Eagles have a couple of guys down with injury. Uh, Jeffries and um, Deshaun Jackson have been out probably questionable for week seven. I don't even think they'll probably suit up.
2: I haven't heard a thing about Deshaun Jackson all season long.
1: It's been a hamstring. We talked about that a bunch of times already. The hamstrings uh, are terrible and they take a long time to come back. Uh Dalvin Cook uh missed this past week and a groin right coming up. He's got a groin, which is very similar, but the good thing is they have a bye coming up week seven. So that should give him time to to recover. Hopefully he'll be ready week eight, but that'd be optimistic too. I mean, it depends how severe it was. Now he basically took himself out of the game. So that's a little bit encouraging to see. He probably felt like, Hey, if I go any further, I'll probably make this worse. So maybe it was just a mild thing. Um, he should be back. Um, unfortunately, uh, one of my other starting running backs, uh, Austin, uh, Eckler still isn't back. He had a, a hamstring injury and he's basically on injured reserve. No word on his return yet. So I'm not really sure what's going on there. Um, Mark Ingram, the running back, uh, exited the game this past weekend, but they got a bye coming up week seven. So we'll see how bad it was. Uh, hopefully not a high ankle sprain, as we know those take a long time, but you know, we'll see. The week off should give a lot of guys a chance to rest. We should see some guys coming back that maybe had some mi- minor injuries. But um Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it on the injury front. Um, I don't see any questions from Adam still coming through unless I'm looking in the wrong questions. I know.
2: And, guys, you're watching Devil's Advocate Sports Talk. We are here live every single Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Uh, please go to the page, Devil's Advocate Sports Talk page on Facebook. Follow the show. You can see all the past videos and catch it live every Tuesday night. Brian Scott is a frequent guest. And he has his own podcast called The Injured List. So Brian, how's your podcast going? And um, when's your next uh, live broadcast? Or I shouldn't say live. When's your next podcast?
1: So I'll be publishing an episode tomorrow. It's basically um, up a little bit more um, injury information. Just a quick kind of summary of all the up uh, injury updates to date. And whether or not I think they're actually going to be playing in the week that they're listed as questionable or possibly playing so nothing fancy just a quick one as things kind of go with this NFL season as all the other sports kind of wind down I'm kind of winding down the podcast as well for my season one I did a really big um, podcast last week where I interviewed a close friend of mine who is also a co-worker who basically had a cardiac arrest and was revived and lived through it so it's a really interesting um, story if you haven't listened to it yet I encourage your listeners to check it out. The Injured List podcast is on all the major podcast platforms. I've also got my website running. So what I'm looking to do maybe going forward is try and encourage people to get onto the website, shoot me a message. If you have questions about your starting lineups in your fantasy leagues or any injuries um, to the players that you have and whether or not you think they're, they're worthy of starting, I'll be more than happy to, to review Yeah. That your lineups and take a look and give you some information to kind of help. me.
2: looks like that's what Adam's going to have to do because I don't see anything coming in through him, but guys uh, check out his podcast, the injured list, wherever you get your podcasts and uh, check it out. I'll be appearing on there soon. As soon as me and Brian, you know, work out our schedule, you know, have your people talk to my people. Uh, speaking of which I want to get down to North Carolina, got to schedule yeah. that sometime, yeah, uh, yeah, this okay. year to do a live show from, uh, what is, what is it called? The Perkin, Perkentile Creamery. So the and Creamery, right? and
1: Creamery, one of our founding sponsors on the podcast, uh, got a great little coffee shop and actually right next door, they just opened up a wonderful cigar bar, which is awesome. So we've got two possible venues where we can do some live stuff in the future. If, uh, DA you know,
2: Nation's coming to North Carolina soon, people. So we Live broadcast, coming soon. And
1: maybe end the evening with a nightcap with some drinks and cigars. Ah,
2: coffee and then a nice uh, malt liquor and cigar? I'm in. I'm um, in.
1: Yeah, man. So, you know, uh, so, oh, I wanted to touch base for Tiffany because she was asking about um, uh, Bellinger's injury. And uh, I didn't hear Adam talk about the uh, arm leg or anything like that. So I thought I'd update his injury. He, uh, during his home run celebration the other day, dislocated his shoulder. Which During the celebration. During the celebration, if you watched a replay, he basically did one of these high elbow forearm shivers. Like the Bash Brothers.
2: Yes. Throwback Um, Mark McGuire. uh,
1: But if you watch, the second one he did was quite violent. And after he did it, he basically kind of winced a little bit and then spun around. And the next dude that came up to give him the same thing, he spun around and did it with his left shoulder (laughs) Um, and then went back in the dugout and walked into the training's room because he actually dislocated his shoulder, which apparently he did two years ago and then also did last year. So it sounds like he's developed what we call chronic shoulder instability, and it basically pops out on him now. I I would imagine that at some point uh, he's going to probably need surgery. When this happens to people, this creates a very, very unstable joint. And the more times you actually dislocate it, the more susceptible you are to it happening again with usually very little to almost no trauma. I mean, I've known people in the past who've literally just been sitting down at a desk or a chair in in college class or even in high school. And
2: and their shoulder pops out?
1: It's so unstable that it will just pop out on its own. And oh my that, God! That's when things become problematic because it is almost no way that a young, healthy individual—forget about athletics and forget about sports—but it's almost impossible to just function because every time you reach for something or you try to lift up your arm overhead, right. you the wrist—it's going to pop out. So, you know, Bellinger at some point is probably going to have to get that addressed, and when that occurs, I don't know. But the question now is, can he actually deal with this going forward for the World Series? Because that thing is—if if it's that unstable. Anything he does in the field, anything he does... Well, and his
2: swing, right? His swing, too.
1: Yeah, it's happened to guys before. You look at the Mets um, outfielder there, um, Mike Conforto. Conforto. uh, Mm -hmm. He did it when he was just taking a swing, so... Uh, when your shoulder's at unstable, man, anything can set it off and make it dislocate.
2: I feel like that happens so much in baseball on these celebrations around the around the bases, right? In history, there's a lot of people getting hurt during celebrations, people throwing stuff, and you know, especially walk offs. But there was a guy, I believe, that jumped on home plate, right? And I think he like broke his ankle or something like that. There's been so a, there's, been a, there's been a few uh, NFL players that have
1: celebrated touchdowns and tore their ACL. There's been a uh, there's been a few been some soccer guys that have done the same thing, celebrating goals. Um, Absolutely. You, know, you, 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 pre- you love the enthusiasm. You love to see the excitement. He had a huge home run. But, man, be careful <laughs> when, you're, when, when you're not doing anything related to the actual competition. Just be careful.
2: Be like Batista. Just flip the bat. That's you're right. Good.
1: Just do a nice bat talk.
2: Man. <laughs> bat <laughs> talk. Just do a nice bat, bat flip. But then that, that could cause injury, too, because then the pitch is going to throw at you. Right, then you're going to get one but, in the noggin. You know, so, yeah, we'll exactly. But all right, man. I think that's all I got. You got anything before I let you go?
1: I waited for Adam. You know, maybe he's, I don't know. Maybe he's like knee deep in some anatomy textbooks trying to find the ankle leg still. I don't know.
2: Maybe, maybe Allison, his girlfriend said, you know what? I had enough. You're not staying on the show all night tonight. Get good. inside.
1: That's why he that usually could be hides out in what looks like the patio or something when he's on the TV. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, he has to go into a dark cave. Yeah. That's why he doesn't talk too loud either, if you notice. All we do is pick on Adam. But uh, all right, Brian. I'm gonna let you go, man. Again, the injured list podcast. Check it out wherever you get your podcast. Brian Scott from North Carolina. Thanks for stopping by. Again, guys, go to his website because if you have any questions about you know your your fantasy lineup, questionable. Uh, we hate that, right? That little Q or the or the dreaded D for doubtful, uh, or or even worse, the game time decision. Oh, especially if you guys playing like Sunday night. Like me, like Julio Jones a couple of weeks ago. That was a game-time decision.
0: You're listening to the Injured List Podcast with your host, Brian Scott. Your go-to resource for all sport injury-related topics. For show notes and other resources, visit theinjuredlist.com.